0: Howdy Mountaineers, I'm Kaylee Ricatelli, and this is The Girls Who Get It. Uh-oh, we're back again, back-to-back, made-back, stacked, the M's with more of the latest in women's sports, so we'll get into that here in a second. I had a great Labor Day weekend, just little, little fluff to start. Um, long weekend, I what well, didn't feel well for most of it, so I just kind of got to sit there and do nothing, which honestly is, to me... Better than a Labor Day where you do a lot. But I did have my fantasy football draft on Monday. I, okay, so I have Josh Allen at starting QB, which I'm okay with. I'm so happy about that. He was my number one. I wanted, I wanted him to be my starting QB. My wide receivers and running backs, I got Derrick Henry first. Actually, Derrick Henry was my first pick. Josh Allen was my second round pick. After, after King Henry, I got nothing. So I hope, I hope y'all fared a little better than I did in all aspects this Labor Day weekend. But getting right into it, here is the latest in women's sports. First, we have some of the biggest headlines this week. The University of Nebraska volleyball team broke the world record for attendance of a women's sporting event. The Huskers packed Memorial Stadium with 92,003 people, beating the previous record of 91,648 set at the Barcelona-Wolfsburg UEFA Champions League match in 2022. Now, ninety-two thousand and three people in case y'all need a little bit of a scale here. Milan pushgar, I believe the capacity is about sixty five thousand. So we're talking about one and a half Milan pushgars. I think just be- it's just below one and a half Milan pushgars here. Everybody packed that for a women's volleyball game in Nebraska. Memorial Stadium's official capacity is eighty five thousand but there were seats put on the field to accommodate more fans since a volleyball court is significantly smaller than a football field. But the Nebraska volleyball team has a storied history as one of the most decorated programs in the NCAA, which is why they drew such a large crowd. They have five NCAA titles and sold out 270 straight home games from 2001 to 2019. That's 18 straight years of selling out Every single home volleyball game, which is the longest sellout streak in women's NCAA athletics. So another story that has been uh, at the top of some women's sports fans minds is uh, the 2023 U.S. Tennis Open, which is going on right now. And 19-year-old Coco Goff just became the first American teenager to reach the quarterfinals for the event in consecutive years since Serena Williams qualified as a teenager back from 1999 to 2001. So Coco Goff qualified in 2022 as an 18-year-old and then again in 2023 at 19 and Serena Williams back in 1999 actually won the U.S. Open as a 17 year old qualified for the quarterfinals again at 18 in 2000 and then in 2001 at age 19 where she then lost to her sister Venus in the finals. Coco Gauff's next match in the U.S. Open at the time of recording is at noon on Tuesday. Now this will have happened by the time this is out but Unfortunately, I can't look into the future and tell you how Coco Golf is going to do. But good luck to Coco or congratulations on a good run, however that turnout goes. Moving on to our last big headline of the day, the WNBA playoffs are just around the corner with postseason play set to begin on September 13th. Despite promises made by Commissioner Kathy Engelbert in April that were reiterated throughout the season, most recently uh, at the All-Star Game, not all flights will be chartered during the WNBA playoffs. Now, the WNBA, the commissioner, er, had said that they were going to expand the charter flights for the WNBA, um, that teams could charter easier. They would try to provide them more charter flights, which is much more convenient for professional teams. Most professional leagues do charter their flights or most professional teams do have chartered flights just because, They have very condensed timetables. They don't have a whole lot of time to wait on planes. But the WNBA sent out a memo on August 30th that clarified this charter expansion. They said each team will be allowed one charter flight in between rounds of the playoffs. Now, that flight could either be from the location of the previous round back to their home market, from their home market to the next round, or if they choose they can charter straight from the location of the previous round to the next round if that next round is not home. Um, this is a little bit difficult because, like, say a team wins a series in a sweep. They win in two, three games. I, I can't remember how many games are in each round of the WNBA playoffs, but it's typically around if they win it, let's say, say they win it in three games, and there's days left between the last game of their previous round and the first game of their next round. They're not going to want to stay in that in the previous city and charter straight to the next one, but that means they'll have to either charter to their home market, fly commercial to their next round, or fly commercial to their home market, charter to the next round. And they do not have the option to get their own charter flight because the WNBA does not allow teams to charter their own flights as they say it's a competitive advantage but the wnba says they are not financially able to provide charter flights for all playoff travel at this time now dallas wings player sato sabali along with a lot of other um prominent WNBA players is among those criticizing the WNBA for seemingly not following through with what they had promised. Um, many have cited an incident that occurred back in June that involved Phoenix Mercury star, Brittany Griner, who was harassed in an airport by a social media personality who pushed security personnel out of the way and started saying very inappropriate things to Griner. Um, Players cited security and recovery concerns as longer travel days means shorter recovery time for players in between games. So like I was saying earlier, traveling, you're doing nothing. Like I i can't speak from experience because I've actually never been on a plane. But I have, triv- I have traveled long hours in a car and you're, you sit there, you don't do anything, but it's tiring. And I imagine plane travel is the same way. So when you're playing all out, for games in a row and then you're putting long travel days in between there a lot of players are saying that that is wearing them out very quickly and it's not sustainable so that's the recap of what has been dominating the women's sports headlines the last few days but the moment you've all been waiting for it's time to check in with our Mountaineer sports. The volleyball team fought hard through three losses this weekend in the Duke North Carolina tournament. The Mountaineers lost to UNC in three sets on Thursday, Loyola Maryland in four sets on Friday and Duke in five sets on Saturday. But the young volleyball team showed a lot of promise for the upcoming season with notable performances coming from freshman Maddie McGath and sophomores Bailey Miller and Tierney Jackson, as well as junior Haley Green and redshirt senior Lauren Dilo. The Mountaineer volleyball team is looking ahead to the Colgate Ellis Roland Memorial Tournament this Thursday through Saturday as they face Colgate, Cornell and the University of Albany. Best of luck to the volleyball team. I know you guys can do it. The Mountaineer women's soccer team also took a couple of unfortunate losses this week as they fell to number 12, ranked Virginia 2-1 on Thursday, and were defeated 3-1 on Saturday by Liberty. Early mistakes on both sides of the ball stunted WVU in the first half against Virginia down in Charlottesville, where the Cavaliers scored both of their goals within the first 20 minutes of the game. Despite finding their rhythm and getting a late goal from Taylor White, the Mountaineers were unable to make a full comeback. But it was the opposite story in Lynchburg on Saturday with the West Virginia women taking an early lead and holding on to it through the first half of the game thanks to a goal by Chloe Adler who was assisted by White. Unfortunately for the Mountaineers, Liberty fought back in the second half scoring a penalty goal in the 72nd minute and following that with two more goals in the 87th minute to take the win. This week, the Mountaineers are back at Dick Dlesk Stadium on Thursday, September 7th at 7 p.m. for fan appreciation night against Auburn. And then follow that by another home game against Villanova on Sunday at 1 p.m. for youth soccer day. Y'all better be there or be square. I will be at at least one of those. I haven't decided which one yet. <laughs> The women's cross-country team also started their season Friday at the Lehigh Invitational, and these girls are starting their season ranked second in the Mid-Atlantic region and 29th nationally. On the men's side of sports, the Mountaineer football team started their season this past Saturday against Penn State. Moving on, the men's soccer team notched a 2-0 win against Yale on Friday, courtesy of goals by Yutaro Tsukata and Marcus Caldera. And on defense, the Mountaineers held the Bulldogs to just five shots, none of which were at the goal. So great game played by our manly Mountaineers on the soccer field. At the time of recording, which is around 1130 on Tuesday, they are currently playing American University. We are in the 17th minute at this moment in time. Uh, WVU has taken three shots, two of those on the goal. American University has taken one shot, which was also on the goal. And that's about all that's happened so far. It's tied 0-0, so I guess we'll see how that game plays out. Best of luck to our Mountaineers there. They are hoping to maintain their perfect record with this game against American University happening Right now, and then they play Portland here in Morgantown at 1 p.m. on Saturday, September 9th. The other kind of football team also plays this Saturday with their first home game of the season starting at 6 p.m. against Duquesne. I just claimed my ticket for that. I'm so excited. Uh, I'm I'm hoping this goes well. I I'm still trusting the climb, blind faith, but I'm 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 putting it in there. But that is. All that we have for you folks this week Hoping our Lady Mountaineers stage an absolute Heck of a comeback in all sports this week I think they can do it I know they can do it Tune in next week for another episode of the Girls Who Get It We've got a few exciting things coming up here We're going to get a few guests on here Get their experience in sports So stay tuned for that You can listen to the Girls Who Get It at the DA online Or wherever you stream podcasts have a great week, everybody. See you next time.